Okay, drop the subject here. Broadcasting from home, Allie and James and on the phone. First official phone call from our home broadcasting studios. Who else would it be other than Dr. Jen? Hey, good to hear your voice. How are you? And then we can get into how everyone else is and helping everyone stay sane. You know, I am hanging there. I have been self-quarantined with my family officially now two weeks, although we have been locked down for about two half. Um, but the last time anyone was in this house aside from us was last Friday. So we're, we're officially at the two week point, which is really nice in terms of, you know, the two week point is significant. It's kind of one of the markers that they say quarantine for two weeks, although there is some literature out there saying that three weeks could even be necessary. But that said, it feels good to hit the two-week point. And at the same time, just like everybody else, we are dealing with enormous stress. And, you know, everything that goes along with being locked in a house with people who you love. But, you know, we can all make ourselves and each other a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting some of the problems and some of the issues that are coming up, I'm sure, for your patients and for you and for me and for all of us. As far as the two-week mark, seems like, okay, maybe you've gotten over some of the hurdles and you've figured out a schedule and you've got all kind of evened out. Is that true or is there a new set of stressors that's coming up at the two-week mark? Um, yes and yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, look, I work very hard as a psychotherapist and also as a parenting expert to really practice what I preach. So we, every day we do a schedule the night before we sit down and meet me and, and my kids. We go over all of their classes cause they're doing zoom schooling. You know, they're 13 twins. Um, I also put in my schedule so that they know when I'm blocked out for clients, for media, for various different things. Um, so that that aspect has worked pretty well. We've, we've gotten a rhythm. I wake my girls up early. They go in, they work out with me. We work out together. And, and by the way, you know, I'm a Peloton fanatic and I don't work for the company. I'm not a spokesperson. But <laughs> How many Peloton bikes do you have if all of you I are doing Peloton? One, I've got one bike and one tread, which I'm enormously grateful for. <laughs> Peloton has a free 90-day trial for the app. So you can do all the classes at home in your living room for free. They have yoga, strength, flexibility, cardio, dance classes, all meditation classes. So this is a good time to check it out. But we do a lot of those classes. Then the girls start school. I start work. You know, we kind of go through our schedule. I find it very helpful to map it all out in advance. And then also my kids know, oh, okay, mom is on the radio right now with Allie. So I'm not going to knock on her door and ask if I can use her printer. So, oh, that's very it, nice. Even though I exactly. wouldn't be offended. <laughs> I understand. You're, you're, you're very kind. <laughs> but, you know, that aspect has worked quite well. Um, I think that where we have had a little more struggles personally has been the chores and I have chore lists and we're still kind of we're still we're still really perfecting that area. Well, and look, it's one of the things I'm hearing about for my clients as well. You know, I'm hearing a lot, especially with hetero couples, where the gender divide when it comes to labor is very skewed towards women doing more of the work in those situations. And I'm sure even in same-sex couples that 
Uh, the issue is one person, regardless of gender, feeling like, why is this burden being put on me? So we're still working on that. And I'm also helping my clients work through it as well. But I think that that's a very, it's probably one of the top conflicts I'm hearing with couples right now. Uh, okay. So when it comes to doing chores around the house. I mean, some people like me, I'm an anxious cleaner. And that's something that I that gives me comfort is to Mm -hmm. clean. But if my partner or if somebody's partner is not the same way, Mm -hmm. how do you navigate that where you kind of I, I mean, I guess you just have to accept that you're both in different places and just kind of let it be whatever it is and not put too much pressure on yourselves? Or do you recommend trying to divvy it up? A combination. If you're someone who's an anxious cleaner and cleaning is something that really helps relieve your stress, then by all means, clean away. But where it becomes unfair is if you're cleaning because you really find it to be a great release and then you expect your partner to be cleaning as well and it doesn't give her any kind of stress relief and she doesn't want to do it, that's where you have a problem. But you know what we've done and we're in the process of doing is make a list of all of the day-to-day household chores. like, And that's not even kind of the deeper cleaning of like, oh, wiping off that countertop that we don't tend to use as much in a room that we're not in quite as much, but just the day-to-day must do, you know, taking out the trash, running the dishwasher, putting the dishes away, laundry, like all that kind of day-to-day stuff. And then do a, a row for each person's name and then check marks. Because the thing that I like about the check mark list is that it's a physical, visual representation of who's doing what, how much people are doing, and then you can't be like, well, I'm doing all the chores, and then you look and you're like, oh, you're only doing three things, and she's doing seven. Right. You know? it, yeah, it can hold you more accountable, whereas yeah, so in your mind, more, it kind of is skewed, yeah, right? It's, it's concrete, and it's it's visual, and it's it's not about kind of feelings of like, I feel like I'm doing everything and I'm feeling resentful. And you know me, I'm all about the feelings. But when it comes to something like this, we're in crisis mode. We need to come up with systems that work in our family. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we get back, there are a lot of couples that are on the verge of breakup in week one or week two or even day three of quarantining. I have questions about that with Dr. Jen when we come back. All right, drop the subject with Allie and James. And we have Dr. Jen, a licensed psychotherapist on the phone, author of The Relationship Fix, host of Couples Therapy and Family Therapy on VH1, giving us all of the advice and all of the mental health tips that we could possibly use and need during this time. And there are a lot of couples who have been quarantined for, you know, a while now, some even up to two, three weeks. And they... I mean, according to you, they're on the verge of breakup. And when it comes to situations like this, is it a case by case to say, why don't you just call it quits or why don't you stay together? I mean, this is something similar to like a huge life change, like having kids, right, where it actually can kick up a lot of relationship dust and and put these problems kind of right back in your face. It's so funny that you bring it up because literally this is the column I just turned in yesterday. And I was just checking in Style Magazine, see if they had posted it. I was like, oh, I didn't think they had posted it yet, but Allie must have read it. Oh, I'm in in tune with the universe, Dr. Jen. You're you're in tune with the universe and with me, Allie. (laughs) It is absolutely coming up for a lot of people right now. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, 
any cracks that you had in your relationship prior to this, this is going to exacerbate them. And the stress of dealing with a life-threatening, quickly spreading illness, the economic fears, people losing their jobs, people being trapped in smaller spaces with their partners, the anxiety of this uncertain future makes for a perfect storm of events for couples' relationships to fall apart. And typically, look, we all struggle to use our relationship tools, to use our timeouts, our good communication, our deep breathing, our, you know, recognizing when we're triggered. We all work really hard to do that. But when we are under enormous stress is when our skills tend to slip. So at the time when we need them the most tends to be the time when we have the least access. And that causes massive problems. Well, and it's it's not even just how you relate to your partner. It's also how you're relating to yourself. I mean, I think this whole yep. thing has really forced us all to sit with ourselves. And when you sit with yourself, it can be very uncomfortable. So then when you're with your partner, I mean, it's almost like you can't even be with yourself sometimes around with, with all of this. You, you're literally stir crazy. And then having to deal with somebody else's energy and then how to combine those energies. I mean, it's almost a setup for Yes. fights and for and also tension. A lot of couples, and, and we've talked about this a little bit on your show prior, a lot of couples have different perspectives on how to deal with right. this, how seriously they should take quarantine, whether you put on gloves to open up boxes from Amazon, whether you get takeout you know, like all the restaurants are doing, is that acceptable in your home? You know, all these sort of things. And, and a lot of couples disagree. And the stakes are so high when we're talking about something that has the potential to be life-threatening. And I think for quite some time, there were a lot of people, especially in their 20s and even 30s, who were going like, oh, I don't have to worry. But now we're seeing these people. I, I posted on my Facebook the other day about, I think it was a 34-year-old woman with no prior health issues who passed away from the coronavirus. Right. And it's these are not stories that are uncommon anymore. So when we're deciding whether to, to get takeout or not, the stakes are very high. And people's, as a result, people's energy on it is intense. People's get triggered very easily. So it's so much of this is coming to agreements about that stuff. But we were saying before, when your relationship already had some issues, this can oftentimes be the thing that puts it over the edge. And then on top of that, also throw in that you don't have your normal coping skills, the things that you do for comfort. You can't go meet your friends for a drink. You can't go to the gym that you love and, and take that your favorite instructor's class. Like you, you can't go for, you know, a walk at the mall. Like you can't, yeah, do you all can't take space from that yeah, person. Exactly. That you normally do. I was talking to a, a friend the other day who is in, in the process of a, a breakup, you know, mid quarantine. And, you know, that also in and of itself presents a whole host of other problems. This is someone who's on the East Coast who then had to leave a home that um, that was purchased with the partner and then go to another location and self-quarantine. Oh, Lord. 
Yeah. Oh, sounds so uncomfortable. I get the heebie-jeebies oh, just thinking about it. Yeah. And even just the logistics of how to get from point A to point B. You no, know, like is- I have to pick up my stuff, but I also don't want to, you know, I have to maintain social distance yeah. and that kind of thing. It's like they say either quarantine or don't. It's like either completely separate or just be quarantined yeah. together. You have to pick yeah, one. And, then, and if you are part of a couple where you have bought the home or or condo together where like right now nobody is is not a lot of people are buying property and right. it's not the best time to sell. Like how do you divide assets? Like things that normally are difficult are now difficult on a on a whole new level. Well, Dr. Jen, you know I could sit here and talk to you for hours, but unfortunately we are out of time. If you want to continue following Dr. Jen at Dr. Jen Man on Twitter and on Instagram, she is going to keep us all sane during this time while she tries to stay sane herself in her own home, right, Dr. Jen? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm posting a lot about all of it. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, Dr. Jen. Stay safe. Thanks.